people, welcome back to the Arsenio Bug Show, and welcome back to another episode of Tony Robbins Unshakable Man. I am here to bring you some more information in terms of money, in terms of everything we have talked about up until this point. So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome to the party. And number two, we need to figure out, there's so much buzz going around the world. I mean, we got the crypto over here, and of course crypto, the markets are so volatile, they fluctuate sporadically and we just don't know what to predict you can't predict crypto and what's happening right now because they put a lot of blame on crypto in terms of the dark web the dark net the dark internet whatever you want to call it because it funds a lot of illegal things but the thing is i mean well i mean currency regular currency funds a lot of war you know what i mean so it's just the the stupidity of people Anytime, when the first time, anytime there is an idea that's represented and presented for the first time, of course it's going to be rejected. But crypto is going to be very, very common within the next half decade, I believe. So, again, there's that. And I do want to get someone else to talk about my crypto podcast. Of course, me, you know, being on such an extremely busy schedule. And my man Steve that actually came on about two, three months ago. He went on to another walk of his life, and I'm not sure where he is in the world, and I don't really communicate with him much anymore. But the thing is, again, I would love to have an update with him, but I do have my content writer writing some very good blogs about uh, crypto, and she did a massive prediction that was a success. She said the, mar- the crypto is just going to plummet, and she said that, I think, right before it just fell Apart, and of course, you know, Bitcoin's been sitting around five thousand three hundred to about five thousand seven hundred USD, and so we don't know what's going on. But again, it goes up, down, up, down, up, down. It was at eighteen thousand, topped out, and then bam, to the lowest of probably what almost bottomed out at like five thousand. So again, I'm trying to get someone on board to talk about that. Okay, so you guys should stay tuned for that. And nonetheless, man, let's talk some more about index funds and mutual funds. So, I mean, from, from what we've been talking about, you guys are probably like, okay, Arsenio, I got it, but how do I pick the right funds? You know what's crazy? There are 9,500 mutual funds in America. That is ridiculous. That's more than double the number of publicly traded U.S. companies. So the thing is, it is not a tad saturated, but it is ridiculously saturated, Why do so many companies want to be in this business? Maybe because it's so lucrative. So listen, the trouble is it tends to be much more lucrative for the Wall Street fools, the wolves of Wall Street, for actual customers like you and me. That's Tony Robbins, bro. He said, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that the industry is consciously out to screw us. It is. Uh, But he's not suggesting that this is a business full of crooks or charlatans. But on the contrary... The majority of financial professionals are intelligent, hardworking, and thoughtful, he says. Okay? Ridiculous. Um, But Wall Street has evolved into an ecosystem. All right? So it's out to make more money for them than it is to make more money for you. It is an – I believe it is an evil industry because you got these people. And you know what? There was a girl on Twitter uh, from England. She actually has some YouTube videos 60 years ago. That was the last time Wall Street was ever audited. So how come Wall Street doesn't get audit? Again, every country has its own corruption. In America, it falls into a fine line of that. So, I mean, if Wall Street has a bit audit and you have these fools trading so many different things, making millions upon millions of dollars per year, and they don't get audit whatsoever? 
there it is. I mean, I mean, how can you trust something like that? How can you trust something that doesn't want to open up to us and whatnot? So let's talk about regardless. Okay, let's stop there. Let's go into trading funds. Okay. Now, if you have one of your financial managers and they're trading funds and whatnot, they're going to the brokerage firm is going to initially charge a commission just to execute the transaction. It's kind of like you, you know, being in the casino. It's like the house gets paid no matter what. So the house always wins in the end. So in this case, the house is a brokerage firm, right? Okay, so we got the UBS. We got Merrill Lynch, the punk-ass fool that I spoke to uh, on vi- via video in Phoenix, Arizona. What was it, last year? Uh, you got the Swiss Financial Company. You name it. You got all of these divisions out there. Bank of America, of course. They charge a toll every time the fund manager makes a move. So over time, of course, these tolls are going to add up. It's like poker. Investing is a zero-sum game. Okay, there are only so many chips on the table. When two people trade a stock, one must win, one must lose. See, if the stock goes up after you buy it, you win. But you've got to win by a big enough margin to cover those transaction costs. So, okay, let's say, okay, let, let, let me just, I know it's, it's a lot of negative uh, information, but you know what? Let's make it even worse because it's already fucked. So here we go. If your stock goes up, You'll also have to pay taxes on your profits. See, when you sell the stock. So for investors, of course, in an actively managed fund, this, co- this combination of the transaction costs and the taxes are the silent killer, and it's eating away on your fund's returns. There it is. That's, the ba- that's basically the basics of it. And so now I had to tell myself, I'm like, dude, this is pretty scary because, I mean, at least in crypto, you know exactly what's happening. You manage your own. And this is why Wall Street and the Warren Buffets of the world are completely terrified because they know that they'll no longer be in charge of what's in the pockets of other human beings. Mm-mm. We can control our assets and we know exactly how much the transaction costs are if we buy and sell crypto and the altcoins and other things. See what I mean? So this is why it's so difficult to figure, to really believe that mutual funds are the way to go. But I'm going to give you some good information now. I've been talking about a whole bunch of negative. I'm going to give you some good. So index funds. The thing is, it takes a passive approach. So it, it essentially eliminates all trading activity. So instead of trading in and out of the market, they, these people, of course, us, they simply buy and hold every stock in an index such as the S&P 500. So this includes companies like the Apple, the Microsoft, the ExxonMobil, the Johnson & Johnson, all of these big, the biggest, biggest stocks in the world. Index funds are almost entirely on autopilot. So let's just put it this way. Their transaction costs and tax bills are incredibly low. They also save a fortune on other expenses. So for one thing, they don't have to pay enormous salaries to all those active fund managers who, you know, they got the Ivy League degrees and they're in Wall Street just taking your goddamn money. See, when you own an index fund, see, you're also protected against the downright dumb, mildly misguided and all those ridiculous ass active fund managers. For example, an active manager is likely to keep a portion of the fund's assets in cash, ready to invest if an enticing opportunity arises, or ready to meet redemption 
requests a lot of you know investors and talks about different shares and selling their shares you know in a fund etc etc so keeping some cash on hand isn't a bad idea right and it's actually handy when the market falls see but cash doesn't earn a return so it will underperform stocks over time so let's just assume that the market continues. It's, you know, you know the, the upward trajectory, as they're saying it right now, although they believe that the crash is coming. Ultimately, this is going to result in the cash drag, which I guess has a negative impact on the returns of actively managed funds. So what about index funds? Instead of sitting on cash, they remain almost fully invested at all times. See, that's the beauty of index funds. So guys... I just want to, and so if you look at it right now, if you guys are actually invested right now, you probably feel a little bit pissed, right? You're probably asking yourself, what the hell am I doing getting in, you know, investing in an actively managed fund that's not managed by me? Well, the thing is, most likely you're actually buying into that toxic brew of human error, right? Those high fees, those nasty tax bills, all that bullshit that they're doing. See, David Swenson, no wonder he is so skeptical about your chances. David Swenson. OK, let me t- let me let me just tell you a quote about what he said. He said, when you look at the results on an after fee, after tax basis over reasonably long periods of time, there's almost no chance that you end up beating the index fund. So let's just put it this way. I'm going to give you guys one last quote. OK, Senator Peter Fitzgerald, OK, of Illinois back in 2004. Here we go. He said the mutual fund industry is now the world's largest skimming operation, a seven trillion trough from which fund managers, brokers and other insiders are steadily siphoning off an excessive slice of the nation's household, college and retirement savings. And you know what? After he said that back in 2004, he was killed by the Senate Banking Committee. Boom. How about that? So, guys, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to let, show you exactly how a lot of things work out here. I do believe that this was a very, very successful podcast, and I need to get into the next one. So stay tuned for the next one because, man, there is so much information that we have to cover in terms of this book. And you know what? This book especially gets the most plays because a lot of people want to know, hey, how the hell am I supposed to invest my money sitting on cash? Cash is not going to multiply. I absolutely agree. So let's see how we could do it. So, guys, stay tuned for the next one, of course, tomorrow morning. Well, actually, I hope uh, we will see what happens because tomorrow is such a busy day. But you know what? With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.